Hi, I'm Sean Hanif, and you're listening to Life of an Entrepreneur. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. It's actually been a couple of weeks, so firstly, apologies about that for the guys that I know listen to this every single week. The truth is, just uh, struggling to stay on top of things, struggling to make sure I craft enough time to be able to sit and do this. The challenge of having a daughter and uh, and working from home at the moment is uh, being able to find the time where it's quiet so I can actually record without any background noise. So, you know, a real challenge. But anyway, hope everyone's great. And um, yeah, it's a new week and it's almost uh, Christmas, always the end of the year. So next week I'll be going through the recap for the year and everything I've learned this year and everything to share with other entrepreneurs out there. Um, and as you know, this podcast is all about the real shit not creating information to be able to sell something at the back of it which which is what i would say most of the entrepreneurial online space is like but you know here in this podcast i kind of keep it real keep it to the point of what you actually do as an entrepreneur which i think is one of the hardest jobs in the world and um so if you've made made the decision great and um, before we go any further a quick uh, intro so my name is sean i run a company called gen flow been doing this for five years team is a hundred now so yeah been been through it all raised raised investment um have to have pivoted the business once before in, in, in five years ago and it's been a very good ride and um, just learning everything there is about about business about being an entrepreneur about scaling a business in real life situations signing clients learning lots of different skills that I knew I knew nothing about and that's pretty much what I share on this podcast so if you're new here welcome there's a ton of episodes um, that I would say go back and listen to so you get a good background of myself, especially the first episode where I cover how I raised 11 million, but I actually just go through in detail about my business and what it's all about and everything else. In short, I help creators uh, become entrepreneurs. I help them monetize their audiences. Creators are people that you follow on YouTube, on Instagram every single day that consume all our time. They have everyone's attention. Essentially, I'm in the business of working with them. And I help them do a lot of different things, um, whether that's start their own brand, whether that's brand sponsorships, whether that's producing content, advice uh, and, and consulting and everything you can imagine is what my business is. And we work with some of the biggest people, someone that you will recognize is probably like Logan Paul. So, yeah, you know, we're a bit undercover, but I've been doing this shit for a long time and we know exactly what's going on. And recently I've been here in L.A. I'm recording this podcast out in L.A. I came here to do a number of things. And um, yeah, let's jump straight into it. So the past, I guess, two two to three weeks has been challenging. And the reason that is, is because I'm j- I, basically when I came out here, I thought I'll be able to kind of like not be so involved in the business and I'll be able to just get on with the things I wanted to get on with, which was I wanted to start hiring a team out here. I wanted to network and meet other individuals in the creator economy, in the Web3 space and, um, you know, really, I'll wake up every day and make the most of it. Like, what can I do today? How can I grow the business? Like what I used to when I first started. When I first started, I would be making the most of every single day from a growth perspective. That every single day, I wake up, what can I do? Who can I meet? Who can I email? Who can I contact? Like, what can I do? So I have gone to sleep knowing that I physically tried to grow my business. And the truth is that the business has grown so much now, there's actually, I can't do that. So it's been a massive challenge. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm wasting my time or doing anything I shouldn't be doing. I'm just doing real, actual things that I need to do. Um, you know, one of them is um, I've been working on our acquisition team. 
So to date, we've been quite lucky that we've signed clients without actually having a team that signs clients. When I mean by clients, I mean creators. So now we've uh, started a creator acquisition team, um, which is uh, five people. And their job is to be on top of who are the best creators in the world right now, how fast are they growing, what are they sharing, what could they potentially do, what, how could they monetize their audiences, and, um, and for us to go ahead and physically do it. So I've been managing that team. It's quite full on because we've had to really dig deep and, and clarify what's the perfect creator for us. You know, audience demographics to how they create content um, down to as much data possibly we can map for creators. And then it's about um, what could we do for them? Do we think this creator can launch a beauty brand? And if we do, what type? How much investment would it need? Um, et cetera, et cetera. And so similarly, this massive TikTok girl is uh, blowing up and how can we sign her? How can we manage her deals? How can we manage her career? How can we make sure she ends up being one of the biggest in the world? And that takes a lot of work. So, you know, that's taken a lot of time in that we keep getting inbounds on our website and uh, that leads to us just pitching and going through the whole process. So I've been teaching, I've been learning, getting back into the swing of pitching. It's been a while since I was trying to actively sign clients. So I think that's been interesting because now we just can do things to a whole nother level. So we speak to a creator and, you know, naturally you'd be explaining what Gemflow does, what we can do for you then go away and create a pitch and then present that pitch. And that whole process I've just been working on with the team. And the reason I'm saying all this is because basically that takes time, right? And as I said, I came out here to do certain other things. I didn't come out here to do that. And that's the team back in London. So, you know, it's the challenge between me versus me. So I'm trying to be the CEO and do uh, the growth stuff, but I'm also at the same time, um, yeah, I'm working closely with the guys on a, a certain very important things because the truth is we need an acquisition team because we need to sign more creators and we need to grow the business. So there's some actual direct growth things that I need to be doing. But then at the same time, there's some indirect stuff, which is more abstractly figuring out, um, you know, how we grow and everything else. So that, that's been a challenge in the past few weeks. And I think being out here has uh, shown me that I need to spend a lot more time with the team yet on a lot of this stuff, essentially, that it's not ready for me to just walk away from it and just work on growth and where the business is going. I actually have to physically get involved and get some things off the ground. Um, one of the other tasks I've actually been working on is, from everything that I've learned this year, which I will cover next week, um, what changes do we need to make? And on the back of that, I've been working on our strategy for next year, what is Gemflow going to be doing next year? And um, what are the different teams are going to do on the back of that? And what does our organizational structure need to look like to be able to facilitate that? I think to date, and this is what I would say to any any founder, any entrepreneur listening, that you know you try to make whatever you're given work. So for example, if you have 10 employees and they do set roles to, for you today, you're going to try to match your strategy to those people. And that's what I've been doing for a very long time. I think this is the first time when I'm planning, I'm actually planning one step above that, that what should we be doing irrespective of what our qualities are today and what we're able to do today. And it's crazy because it makes you really think like openly because maybe it's just me. Um, I'm not too sure if anyone else has made this mistake, but that's the mistake I've made in the past few years. We've grown year on year, so don't get me wrong. It's more, 
you know, I'm, I'm trying to manufacture something, um, but I'm trying to figure out the growth. But then you're like, who's going to do what in the company? And you kind of you don't realize, but your growth is already turning into like a boxed approach because you're not thinking big enough. You're not thinking wide enough. You're thinking with what cards you currently have in your pocket, not what you can go and do. And I'll give you a real life example. So, you know, to date, we've been focused on um, a creator has an audience and uh, we're going to go ahead and convert the audience into customers and launch a brand for them where they sell content or where they sell uh, direct consumer products. But we've never thought about, because we didn't have the ability to, because we didn't have the team to, because we didn't have the people, that why don't we just create, um, why don't we just produce the content itself on social media platforms? Because like that, we can ensure growth in our creators. Because, you know, the unique thing about my businesses and the whole audience-first approach is that the audience grows, the business will grow. But we've only focused on the business growing, never really focused on the audience growing. What would happen if a creator that we work with, we started producing content for them on all six social media platforms and we posted every single day? They would exponentially grow. And what would happen to the business at the back of it? It would exponentially grow. So like at the moment when I create that, when I'm thinking about that, I'm like, you know, last year I wouldn't even thought about it because that's not what Genflow does. Genflow creates brands. Like, why would we do that? And that's the first instinct to think anyone that I've even spoke to, did, did they get hit by like, huh? Like, what are you talking about? But this is what we do. And it's like, no, but well, why? Basically. So I've been working on that. I've been working on what do we do if you had unlimited money, unlimited people, what would you be doing right now? I've paused there for a second because if you're listening to this and you have a business, Write that down, honestly. Just write it down right now. Get your notes in your phone. If you had unlimited money, unlimited people, resources, what would you transition your business to? Whatever that is, that's your vision. That's your North Star. That's what you call your BHAG, which you can call your big hairy ass goal. And that's something that you should keep close to your heart and is what you tell yourself when it gets hard. You tell yourself when you are tired and you want to go to sleep, but there's things to do. You tell yourself when there's a difficult decision to make and you don't know if you can do it or not. That's what you tell yourself because ultimately you are chasing your own dream. And that is it. That's the vision. That's the dream, you know. I think that's been so clear to me in the recent months than it ever has been before. Like, if I'm being completely honest, um, as, I, as I record this, is that I know clearly what the vision is, you know. I want to help the top 10% of the creators in the world monetize their audiences. I want to build the platform for that. I want to build a Google for that. Because I know I can. I know everything that there is to know in this space. I'm one of the earliest adopters of the space. I have been saying the stuff that these, <laughs> that the whole industry has now decided to say. You know, it really pisses me off. I'll see a tweet. Creators are the new brands. And people are like, wow, you're so right. Oh my days, I never thought about that. I used to think creators are just there for, you know, clout and they're just there to promote brands like oh my days i never thought about this this is genius and it's like motherfuckers like i've been doing this shit for seven fucking years and now everyone is coming out the woodworks with we help 
creators do X, we help creators do Y. I have a company, without a lie, copy every single thing Gemflow says, down to the website, social media, to everything exactly the same. The amount that's happening right now, it blows my mind. It's like people are repitching what I pitched five years ago today. And you know, that, 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 that's why my vision is clear. Because like, okay, now we're talking. Now everybody wants to come and play. And now it's go time, you know. And I was at 20%, you know, focusing on, uh, I guess, I've only, I feel like I've never given myself fully. I think I have so much more to give that I've only given 20% of what I'm capable of. Because I was constrained by the market. Because the market wasn't ready. And I feel like now it's time. And that's why unlimited money, unlimited resources, what will I do? Because that's what I want to start doing. I will find the money. I will find the resources. And, you know, the money and the resource come to the people who actually have that plan. That's it. That's the only difference. you got to have the plan. Which brings you on to the next thing. And, you know, which is the next fundraise, which is the plan. So... Going back to the challenge and going back to what I've been focusing on, going but going back to what I've been um, doing, that essentially is where I am right now. That trying to find the time to keep honing down on my plan. What is my plan? Um, you know, I want to raise fifty million. What am I going to do with that? Um, and I need to know every single detail possible. You know, that requires time. And currently, I'm just kind of unhappy with myself because. I'm not giving that time. And you just heard me speak, right? You can see the drive and the passion and how much I believe in what I want to do. But I'm not having the time to dedicate to it. And I think that's why I'm a bit annoyed at myself. And it does like annoy me. <laughs> There's no other word for it because I'm letting myself down. But I have two jobs and I'm really struggling with that at the moment. That's just the open thing. You know, if anyone's listening to this that actually is a CEO of a business where you're 50 plus employees, please get in touch because... Yeah, it's a crazy dynamic challenge to do. What would help me though is I need to hire an assistant so I can um, get less noise. So current, my problem is the emails, the Slack messages, the WhatsApp messages, like the current noise that comes to me, I need to filter. So I can have a bit more space to do what I want to do and not be distracted. I think that's one of my biggest issues um, as well right now. And the reason the plan and creating the plan is a bit tough as well is because a lot of it does include around Web3 and the opportunity in the market. And there I'm also learning. So I've got to learn it fast enough. I've got to create some MVP projects fast enough, which I'm doing, by the way. We have two slash three NFT projects currently under works. And then I've got to be able to talk to it like I am the expert and convince someone essentially to, you know, invest 50 million plus in us. So massive job, but I love it. And this is exactly what, you know, I'm living the dream that my 15-year-old, my 20-year-old self had. And there's just nowhere around it. And this is it. I'm here. I'm doing it. I think also I've realized I probably just need to be more with the team just because there's so much to do. And I think early in all of this planning as well would help with the team. So I think it's a realization of being away, being eight-hour time difference. But, you know, it's not all bad. Um, on the positive, um, here out in LA, I've been uh, meeting with some of our clients, building relationships, which is always very important. And if anyone has any clients, first thing I would say, relationship over everything. So that's it. The relationship. You work in the relationship, nothing else would ever matter. doesn't matter about your returns. doesn't matter how expensive it is. Nothing else matters. It's just relationship. And they need to know your clients to be able to build that relationship, be able to understand them. Um, so yeah, I'm doing that. I've got a couple of lunches as well this week, so that should be good. Um, and then I've been interviewing. 
And I have to say, the quality of people I've interviewed so far is very, very high here in LA. Um, people are more expensive, but they're definitely the quality is higher. I think one of the reasons is we're looking for two types of roles at the moment. One is people that work with creators to be able to manage those relationships and um, the brands and whatever we're doing for them. Also is on the product side, which is working with our US manufacturing facilities and then fulfillment and then also working with clients on their product. So very client focused roles. But those two things is very common here. There's a lot of manufacturing within California and there's a lot of creators, Hollywood, stars, talent agencies that have existed in LA. So those two skills are quite a lot here. So very good interviews. Hopefully going to do some final in the next two weeks and, 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 and so hire some people. So that'd be a massive success. I went out to see a new printing factory. It was actually quite interesting. So they don't do print on demand. They literally were manufacturing on demand. To be honest, I've not seen that before myself that someone would buy some shorts and they're like cut and sew and print and dispatch it basically, which is very interesting. Um, so great conversation with those guys. Um, we're probably going to start working with them. Besides that, I've got a few meetings with uh, one with some one investment firm with a couple of investment banks. Um, so, you know, um, not bad. Progress has been good. And I think, um, yeah, I haven't done something crazy, but I'm doing the operations I was meant here to come. So everything is good. It's just that, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about working on the plan and moving forwards currently where we are just to be transparent um because that's the point of this podcast is currently we're speaking with a number of investment banks and a number of advisors on our next fundraise and what the best approach is and then we will be going ahead with there when i do decide obviously i will be, will be talking about it as well and to be honest i will share the journey fully on this podcast as well about the fundraise over the next six months you know as i go through it that's pretty much what's on my mind. To be honest, when I do this podcast, it actually just makes me feel better. Um, so yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing. I just need to go on and do it. You know, shout out to the team. As always, they're putting in the work, delivering things. This week, we delivered a number of new things, which is very exciting um, for me to be watching. Um, but yeah, you know, week flow every single week. Make sure you check in on my YouTube channel. Um, as always, if you've got this far, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, make sure you message me on Instagram or sean at gemflow.com. Happy to help. And uh, I'll catch you guys next week. Thanks.